Hello, and welcome to the Activation Nation podcast, your weekly source of actionable advice from industry experts in self-development, health, life vantage products, network marketing, and more to help you activate your wellness, your business, and your life. But first, the legal stuff. You may hear our guests talk about the income they've earned or how their health has been affected with LifeVantage. Please note that the average annual earnings of a typical active LifeVantage distributor in 2021 was $704. For the most up-to-date information, please click the link in our show notes. Any product statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And now, here's your host to dive into today's story to help you activate your life. Hello, Activation Nation. Welcome to this week's episode of the Activation Nation podcast, which we are excited to bring to you because this week is a rewind episode where we get to share with you the perspective of LifeVantage from a very important group of individuals here at our company. We are a publicly traded company. You can find us on the NASDAQ. And obviously as a publicly traded company, we got a board of directors who help kind of guide the ship here. And this week's episode is from our global convention last year, where we had an opportunity to sit down with three members of our board of directors to hear more about their vision for LifeVantage, where we are and where we are going. So we hope that you enjoy. So throughout this event, I hope you feel just how seriously we take your partnership or take the par our partnership with you. And that partnership extends beyond your corporate partners, but to our board of directors as well. Last year, we introduced you to three of our board members, and I'm excited to introduce you today to three more board members. Please. Help me welcome to the stage our chairman of the board, Gary Morrow, and board members, Cindy Latham and Ray Greer. And the host of our panel will be our very own CSO, Kristen Cunningham. We'll do it this way. I gotta tell you, it is better to be the one asking the questions in this group than answering them. So, not that I know by experience or anything. Uh, but first off, thank you so much for being here. We're so excited to have you. Um, the first question that I have for you is one that we ask our distributors all the time. And that is, you know, with all the options out there, with the gig economy and side hustles, um, why LifeVantage? But I know for you guys, you all have so many options as well. So, Gary, I'd love to start with you and hear why LifeVantage? Well, first of all, it's great to be here. And Steve, your leadership is so exciting. Yeah. I really appreciated everything you said. And to look at the group of people you've put together for the C-suite, uh, it's so incredible what we have ahead of us, the, the successes we're going to have. And I think everybody ought to understand what a remarkable group of leaders he's put together and he's providing us. 15 years ago, I'm sitting at home and I get a phone call from a guy named David Brown, who some of y'all know. And David calls me and says, hey Gary, I just took over this job with 
some with Life Vantage in Denver, and would you consider serving on the board? And I said, okay, send me the materials. Well, the first thing I found out, the stock was selling at 12 cents, not good. <laughs> there was 45 million shares of it outstanding. <laughs> and the only place we sold our product was at general nutrition stores. But he also sent me a copy of our science, the latest studies on ProTandem. We only had one product then. And I read the science and I was immediately captivated. I wanted to be a part of making that science available to every American and then everybody in the world. Because our science is really that good. And I've got a point in saying this, and I'm not trying not to take too much time, but look, I served on the board for a year or two. I went to general nutrition stores. Those people in general nutrition didn't know what ProTandem was or what it did, or they were terrible. And I realized you couldn't solve this problem with TV or radio. You had to have a family come together and start telling our science story to get full usage of our product. That's how this company was created. We decided we needed you to teach people about our science. So I'm grateful for what you do, and I'm really glad to be here. Oh, thanks, Gary. All right, Cindy, why Life Vantage? Oh, boy, I've been in the network marketing industry for about 34 years. I love this business and the incredible transformation that all of you do for other people. So um, in 2010, I was in the corporate side and really noticed LifeVantage and it, with the ProTandem product and the incredible science and, you know, the idea of the mission of uh, creating products that would help trans transform people's health naturally from within and activate that was just, you know, really incredible. And so it really um, made me really excited to be on the board here at LifeVantage was uh, the incredible leadership team that has been put together is world-class, and that's really key in a corporate environment, to have top-flight leadership. And they are so committed to all of you and to make this the opportunity in the industry. The other part was the other fellow members of the board. It was really important to me that they were really committed to this, this business channel. They were really committed to all of you. They're brilliant. I have been just overwhelmed and so impressed by all of my other board members and you know what their determination and dedication is to all of you. And in terms of life vantage, I mean, boy, uh, you're talking about incredible things that are ahead for you. Uh, amazing programs, amazing products, a lucrative compensation plan. Uh, there's so much that is being planned for your future that life vantage is the place to be. And that's what I'm really, really excited and just honored to be here. Love that. Thank you. Uh, Ray, what about you? Why life vantage? Yeah, so I, um, good morning, it's great to be here. I come out of the uh, supply chain tech space. I've been involved in uh, transport global supply chains my whole career. 
And at the time I was being recruited to LifeAnage, I was actually running a business as part of Berkshire Hathaway, who as you know, owns uh, Pampered Chef. And I was also building out a company, uh, what we call agencies. They are independent uh, entrepreneurs that are building companies around our technology, our products and services. So I've always been very fascinated with the entrepreneurial spirit of uh, the agencies within the transport model. LifeAnage came along, uh, similar models of true entrepreneurial spirit. But as Kristen said, we have choices. And when I evaluate where I'm going to spend my energy, there's three or four characteristics. One is the products. Do I believe in them? Do they have potential and appeal globally? In this case, it checked the box. I think Gary and Cindy hit on that. The second is the people. Life's too short uh, not to do business with good people. And there are good actors and bad actors in life. And uh, I found this team to just be solid uh, from an integrity, ethics, and strategy point of view. That's very appealing to me. And I can tell you, the team that is here today uh, gives me more enthusiasm and hope of any time since I've been here. And uh, I love the diversity. Uh, the organization and the board is starting to look more like uh, the distributors that we have here today, and that's very powerful. And so the last part was just the overall health of the business and the future. The trends in our industry, the trends in business generally point to a North Star in uh, the ability People call it the gig economy. It is people taking control over their career, their careers. And so I'm just happy to be a part of it. Thanks for having me. Love that. Thank you. Steve, you know the question. Why Life Vantage? Yeah. So I, I think many of you know my story. I started with Life Vantage five years ago as the chief financial officer. And I've... I've uh, I've had a career in finance my, my, my whole life. And, and when I was approached by a recruiter and a, a similar process, I had the opportunity to meet with the executive team and some of the board members. And what I saw was an underperforming asset, right? A, a business that hadn't met its full potential yet. I saw um, our, our expansion globally is to be as, as an opportunity to really grow the business. I also saw our products as being something that was on point in the world at that time and, and still very relevant today. So the combination of a strong board, um, products, and, and geographic opportunities is, is really what it, I, I didn't know anything about network marketing or MLM. Um, so it was very much, my, my decision was around what I thought this business could do. That's fantastic, thank you. Yeah, give it up for Steve, I like that. All right, my next question, Cindy, I'm coming to you. And I have to tell you, I've known Cindy for a long time. 
And one of the things I know about her is, you know, Steve was talking about playing to win. Cindy plays to win all the time. And I just wanted to ask you a little bit more about that. Was there ever a moment in your career, you've had such an incredible career in this industry, you said over 30 years, that you remember having to make that similar kind of shift? Yeah, you know, you can look at life as a lot of problems, but what playing to win is all about is trying to find solutions to things that, you know, uh, maybe seemed impossible. And back in 1999, I was approached by our CEO, and he goes, you know, I've approached a lot of people. I have a big project. It's 2000. I want to do something big in the environment. And um, he said, everyone's saying it can't, you know, we can't do it in that short time. And he goes, I want you to do it. So in thinking about what could be done, we had an Arctic explorer that was looking at what was happening with uh, melting ice caps and thought about it. And I'm like, wow, we really should do something about climate change and you know, figure out, can we offset all of our CO2 as a company? It had never been done. It had never been done by any company in the world to try to offset all CO2 from a company. So I started with this vision of, boy, that would be an amazing accomplishment if we could do something like this, really impactful. And I put together a team, so we got a real clear vision of what we were going to do, put together a team, talked to experts, and we actually had to do projects, like we had to put up the first wind turbine on the Redbud Sioux Indian Reservation. We had to convert all of the boilers in the Portland School District to biodiesel. And we converted a bunch of school buses in LA to biodiesel to offset all of our CO2. So in 2000, made our company the very first climate neutral certified company in the world. It, I mean, it had never been done before. Didn't think it was possible, but we did it. So that was playing to win. That was a good project. I love that. <laughs> Gary, what about you? What does it mean to you to play to win? Well, I think it means to me that's how I wake up every morning. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. I believe that about I mean, you. I have a, a, a sign on my wall that says, be fearless and have a warrior's heart. I never want to be fearful, and I want to wake up every morning motivated to have a warrior's heart and win. That's what I believe in. I like that. I like that. Steve, my, my question for you around playing to win, we just heard kind of about your mindset shift, but you know, this isn't just you change your mind and you decide you're gonna play to win. It takes consistent daily effort. How do you keep that mindset consistent all the time? Well, I don't have that same quote that Gary has <laughs> on his nightstand or bedstand, but, but um, I, I think it is, I, you know, once, once there is a vision, once you know what you're going after, at least for me. Um, that, that's where it all starts, is understanding what we're trying to do, what I'm trying to do. And then from there, I, I think it is the, those daily habits. You know, it is getting up each morning, thinking to myself, what am I going to do today to advance the ball, to move it down the field? I want, I want movement every day. I'm not content as a person in my personal life or my pref, pro, um, professional life just to sit there in idle. I need to be moving. And, and that's what drives me. It, it, um, so each day I wake up, I think about what I want to accomplish that day. And, and actually when I go to bed at night, 
I think about, did I do it? Did I move the ball forward? I love that. And I can tell you, he reminds us every single day, multiple times about how much we are playing to win. So love that. All right. Um, my next question is for you, Ray. You know, yesterday we had our leadership meeting and, and Steve talked a lot about the difference between good leaders and great leaders. And you've had an amazing career. You've worked with so many leaders. In your mind, what is the difference between a good leader and a great leader? Yeah, so there are, um, I've had the uh, great opportunities to work for great leaders and have a great leadership team. And there are five or six characteristics. The one thing I would tell you is complacency kills great leadership and it destroys great companies. And I think part of this plan to win is about eliminating complacency in your life and your day-to-day job. But great leadership, we always hear about communication. But for me, communication's about listening because you can't communicate well if you don't listen well. Flexibility has increasingly become an important variable to uh, leadership. And when I think of flexibility, I think of failing fast. It's acknowledging the fact that something's not working or maybe things could be changed in how you're approaching the problem. Fail it fast, test it, and move on. Don't dwell on it and don't overfocus on it because if you're flexible as a leader, you're going to get to the right outcome. And then I would tell you, courage is a very critical element and it's courage to confront, you know, the difficult. And, you know, one thing about success is it just creates a more difficult problem. And as those problems become more challenging because of your success, the courage uh, to do more and do things differently is even greater. And then the last thing I would say, which is I think Steve and everybody's talked about is you have to own it. Uh, Leaders have to own the path that they're on and they have to own the outcomes, whether good or bad. That's why I said fell fast. It's like Deion Sanders. He never looks at the last play. It's all about what's in front of him. And I, I think these are the great characteristics of, you know, good leadership. I love that. Own it. Such great advice. Gary, what about you? From your perspective, what's the difference between a good leader and a great leader? Vision and details. And I couldn't say more than Ray. He, he said it best. But when I look at the people that I've worked with, the, the two things that always stands out is there's no detail too small and there's no unwillingness to look around the corner and have a vision for where we need to be. And that's something of a contradiction. I mean, you can really get involved in the details and forget what the vision is, but you have to stay focused on the vision and get there by taking care of the details. I think that's what makes a great leader. I love that. All right, Cindy, you have worked with many leaders, a lot in this space. In in your opinion, what's the difference between a good and a great one? Boy, a great leader is an amazing vision caster, and you guys have mentioned that, and really kind of helps people see the way and is communicating consistently. A great leader is walking their talk. They're out there, you know, 
doing the business, uh, recruiting other people, teaching people how to do it. Uh, great leaders are constant learners all the time, learning new things. I mean, you know, what is happening in our business right now is there's a lot of shift to Gen X and the millennials into social media. There's a lot to learn about how to take advantage of using social media. So being a constant learner is really critical as a great leader. And I would say the last piece, and almost the most important thing, is pour into your team. It's not about you, you know, you know, it's not about the spotlight on yourself. It's about the spotlight you put on your team to build great leadership in the team. So pour into your people. That really does define what great leadership is all about. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, you can clap for Cindy. You can clap for all of them. <laughs> I like that. Steve. Good leaders, great leaders. I know a lot of um, people here had the chance to hear you yesterday, but would love to just have you answer that. What's the difference between yeah. them? So I, I, yesterday with the leadership group, I talked about great leaders commit, right? They, they are into winning. And, um, and I firmly believe that. And, and the other thing that, that has been touched on here, but the way I think about it is I think great leaders have the ability to perform and transform. So you've got to, be, you know, keep your head down, pay attention to the details, address what is going on today, but not lose sight of where we're going tomorrow. So it's the vision casting, it's understanding the direction and, and, and build those steps today that are critical to put us in a position, put, put you, put businesses in a position to where tomorrow they are also relevant and thriving and growing. Not just today, but tomorrow as well. That's incredible, thank you. Are you guys taking notes? Like, I don't, I don't have a pen, so hopefully you're all doing what Tyler said. Okay, it checks out, Tyler's taking notes. Might need to borrow them after this, but. Okay, my next question for all of you is so many people in this room right now are, are doing what Tara said and they're about to make a decision. They're about to decide. They walk out of this room and they have the ability to do something more. For that leader who is at that cusp of making the decision to go do the next best thing, what is your one piece of advice for them? Steve, I'm gonna start with you this time. Uh. Today is the day for life vantage, I'm telling you. There, there are so many trends um, from a macro standpoint um, that are leading us in the direction of where we're going to be as a company. Um, we've got products that are second to none. Um, our activation story is real. It, it's, it is resonating with people. Interesting, I had, I had two phone calls last week from um, employee leaders of other companies in our space um, asking me what was going on at LifeVantage. Did you guys hear that? People are looking at us, that's a big deal. Looking at us and, and, you know, and, I, and I responded, I shared with them, but in the back of my mind I'm thinking they have no idea what is coming. That is playing to win. I love so, it. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Ray, what would be your advice to that leader? 
Yeah, I, I agree with Steve. The secular trends are pointing north uh, for this company. You know, during the uh, COVID era, there were 8 million people that left their jobs. Half of them changed careers. There's a third of that eight that are still trying to decide what they're going to do. But the presentation I got Monday from McKinsey basically said that individuals that uh, have been in the workplace are, COVID was a catalyst to regain control over their, their life and their career. And so that means that a majority of them are moving in the direction of controlling their own outcomes and controlling what they do in life. If you throw that on top of the fact that you have great products here, technology and e-commerce and social media are accelerating the uh, direct selling model and the health and beauty marketplace is growing uh, very nicely. It's a large growing market. You've got a lot of tailwinds and I think those tailwinds are here to stay. If anything, it will begin to accelerate the opportunities that you have in the market to build your business. And I think it's an exciting time. Oh, that's fantastic. All right, Cindy. Well, I'm just going to add some more data to what Ray just said. And I just read a survey by the Direct Selling Association for 2022. And uh, their data showed that 77% of people in the U.S. are looking for ways to supplement their income. And that number is higher. It's like over 80% for millennials and Gen Z right now. And as you look at our economy and all the inflation that's happening and the potential for recession, this is a recession-proof business. People are really, really eager to take control of their destiny. And in our business, there's no other business in the world that does a good job about letting people have their own business in the same way. The thing about LifeVantage is all of the factors that make for extraordinary, extraordinary opportunity have come into alignment. I really feel with LifeVantage right now. Uh, amazing products. Um, the, the wind design is in the sales as it goes in, in growing the health and wellness business. You've got perfect products for that. You have an amazing opportunity. What is coming ahead for LifeVantage in terms of some of the planning that you know, I've been able to kind of hear about and we have is so exciting. You are in the perfect place right now. There's never been an incredible opportunity like this as it is right now at LifeVantage. So take advantage of it. I love that. How many of you are like wanting more specifics on all these amazing, <laughs> has she, I mean, has she made you curious enough yet? I, I love that. All right, Gary, last one for you. Very quickly, time's running out. Very quickly, and I think some of you've heard me say this before, we really do have the best products with the best science around. And our, and our corporate team from day one has always said we were gonna compensate people better in our organization than anybody else in the business. So think about that. You read our science and how it impacts people's lives. And if you can become a millionaire like our friend over there, Tar, did, if you can make money 
and impact people's lives positively, what more in the world would you want? I mean, most people go to work and have to do drudgery and have no impact on anybody. And to reinforce what Ray and Cindy said and, and Steve, look, there's a whole bunch of people that want to do what you, you can do and therefore you can recruit them. I mean, everybody's tired of going to eight to five to the office and having somebody tell them to do something that's not very important. You can do something really important here. I'm sorry. Oh, that's, that's great. I'm not tired of going yeah, to the office. Yeah, I just told Steve I'm not tired of going and, to the office every day. Kristen's not tired yeah, I'm either. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Well, Gary, Cindy, Ray, Steve, thank you so much for your time. I hope you enjoyed getting to know our board of directors a little bit more. Please give them a huge round of applause. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Activation Nation podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tell your friends and share your biggest takeaways from today's discussion with anyone who could benefit from them. This episode is sponsored by Life Vantage Legacy, a nonprofit dedicated to improving lives and building a lasting impact for those in need around the world. Learn more at lifevantage.com. We look forward to sharing more with you during next week's conversation. Thanks for listening and being an important part of the Life Vantage community.